Hello. Welcome to Dependence Planning, the podcast, not the show. We are a shit show. But I mean, we can be a show. Yeah. I'm We're Veronica. quite the show. I am Veronica. I'll show you. My name is Jen. Great. <laughs> Great. We're here, Jen. Finally. <laughs> I'm after, back again. After my word jumble. Can't say Dependence Planning. It's <laughs> okay. That's all right. How are you doing? Dependence Benz? Dispendus planning. Dispendus. Dispendus. Or the dispendus. That's what I said was dispendus planning. Dispendus planning? Dispendenhanen? <laughs> Jen, how are you? I'm doing good. Great. I'm hanging out. Yeah. You know, just doing my thing. We stink like fried food. We just got back from breakfast and that restaurant we went to was very smelly. It's not smelly bad, like it smells good, but you leave smelling like a French fry. You're in close proximity to the kitchen, so yeah. So I smells. I can smell it. I wish this was the smell smell of cast, smell of podcast, smell cast, scratch and sniff podcast. Yeah, you never know what smells coming out of us. You don't know. <laughs> Give it a scratch. And I a don't smell. know if you want the smell coming from our clothes, but the burrito was delicious. We had a breakfast burrito, mm. and it was packed with like eggs and potatoes and peppers and cheese and sausage and then on top guac with salsa yes tapatio yeah it's pretty good it was delicious for a uk burrito yeah i will give them credit it was good yeah it's pretty it good was very filling yeah. i won't need to eat lunch now or dinner probably it's true but i'll make room for dinner anyways let's talk about some shit today Mm-hmm. Just random shit. It's always random shit with us. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, Jen put out a poll yesterday on Facebook about whether you prefer to live on base or off base. Just curious to see what everyone thought. Um, and we got some good responses. Mostly everyone wants to live off base. Yeah. But it's all, it depends on where you live. It was more, mostly the answer, right, that we got I on was, Instagram. yeah. And there's a lot of the feedback I was getting back from them was that it depends on where you are. Yeah. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with that, too. I've done both. I've lived on base and off, so mm-hmm. I like both. I think in some situations, living off base and, yeah. you know, if the situation is right and you can make money off of your BAH while still being able to rent or even own your own house, I think it's a is a good deal. Yeah. I've done 50-50, so we've, we've been on base twice and off base twice and uh there's pros and cons to living on base um for one like the utilities like you can i mean when it's hot you run your ac constantly Mm -hmm. you don't have to see that electricity bill in some cases i guess we didn't um so there's benefits there's perks to that um but there is also a lot of rules with living on base mm-hmm. um with like maintaining your house maintaining the outside of your house and like just rules of the neighborhood of when to be quiet and stuff like that and for some people that could be you know a um deciding factor yeah that deciding factor it could be like a no like i don't want to live on base for that like i want to party i want to listen to loud music i don't want to mow my lawn for 3 weeks because that's another thing. It's like you have mm-hmm. to be really tidy and like have your lawn mowed. When we lived in Guam, we had to mow our lawn every Monday because then they checked it on Tuesday. And it, our yard was giant. It, Did they come out with like a ruler and measured how long your grass I, was? <laughs> I never saw it, but it was like if you missed a blade of grass, 
that you could like plainly see like up against the house like if you didn't trim Mm -hmm. you would get written up that's crazy yeah so you get a little citation and then after certain amount of citations like they can they consider kicking you off what base Mm -hmm. for grass for grass (laughs) so i could totally understand if like you are just neglecting your yard completely and you're not doing what you're you know they're asking you to do that i can understand where it's like yeah but if you're like missing like Mm -hmm. a, a just a small piece of lawn yeah you know every once in a while and they keep writing you up for that same spot dude guam. that'd be stupid guam was ridiculous like we got written up a couple times if, if you get written up i think it was like three times within six months that it was like they could kick you off, off yeah. base. so we got written up for that same thing that i said like a piece of uh, grass that was sticking up higher than the rest of the grass we had mowed it everything else was nice and trimmed yeah but it was one little spot where there was like a blade of grass or like a weed was sticking up and you could see it like against the house in the contrast and we got written up for that um we got written up for coconuts on the sidewalk it's like okay well let's say i cleaned up all the coconuts all the palm fronds on monday yeah. Everything's good. I go to bed Tuesday morning when you're making your rounds. That fucking coconut fell overnight and I'm going to get written up over it. Yeah. So yeah. we got written up for that. That's not your fault. Which was really ridiculous. Because Sidewalk <laughs> is city property. Exactly. Technically government property. So yeah. in your face. Well, they had rules where it's like you can't have palm fronds and coconuts on the sidewalk for garbage day. Like, they're an obstruction, but they collected them. Like, that's, you had to get rid of them. You couldn't put them in the trash can. You could leave them next to the garbage can, and the garbage people would pick them up. I don't know. Or not the garbage people. Someone would come around and, like, collect yeah. the foliage or whatever. But you couldn't put him, put it on the sidewalk because it would became an obstruction. It was like, okay. So I'm going to put it on my lawn? On my lawn, literally to move it two inches. And then those fuckers wouldn't pick them up because they weren't put out. Oh, my God. Yes, it was ridiculous. And then everything was, like, like maintenance stuff. It took forever for them to come out be like, you know, my AC is broken. Oh, well, we'll get to it, okay? It's like, it's 85 degrees in my house. Mm-hmm. Everything is becoming humid. Everything is sweating inside my house. Yeah, it including was. Including my walls. The floor. I, I, our air conditioning out went, went out one time, and they're like, well, we'll try to get to it tomorrow. And I was like, I'm, like, it's sweltering in here. And uh, I slipped on the floor. Because it, it, the moisture was so bad inside by that point. Mm-hmm. And I called them and I was like, I just fell. I, you have to come out. And they came out and p- fixed it right away. No, of course they did now. Yeah. I, I, be... I was like, I'm yeah. falling and I can't get up. Yeah. yeah. Life alert. Mm-hmm. They sound like a really strict HOA. Yeah, it was like that. You couldn't, your trash can needed to be put away as soon as it was collected. Mm. Yeah, like that uh, that day, like it couldn't go past a certain time in the evening. Like your grass had to be cut. Your shutters had to be always open unless there was a storm coming. See, so I like rules like that. And that's what I do like about base housing is the uniformity and mm-hmm. making every everyone's yard look nice and stuff like that. And that's great and... And all, because there are some pretty shitty people who just neglect everything and can't take care of anything, and it's oh, terrible. So yeah. it's nice that they have these rules, but that's also what kind of deters me from wanting to live on base ever again is because of all these rules yeah. are annoying. And it's also because it reminds me of an HOA, and I hate HOAs because they're also the same way. Yeah. They take my goddamn money, <laughs> and they don't fucking do anything. Yeah. 
I have an HOA on the house that we uh, have in Arizona. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're finally getting better because it's an actual organization of people instead of just being one dude who doesn't even live near our area uh-huh. and has no idea what he's doing and spending all of our money on God knows what. What is the Homeowners Association? Like, what does it en- entitle you to? Like, do they come around and fix, like... Like, I know you, no. had, you had a break-in or something not too long ago. No, they don't do shit. They don't do shit for your house, but they keep it in line to where, like, if you if your paint is starting to fade, they'll make you paint your house. Oh, they'll make you. They don't come... <laughs> they'll find you if you don't do it either. Okay. Well, then what's the point? And it's like, if I have uh, somebody... If I know that paint is chipping, I don't need you to tell me if you're not going to fix it. They're going to make you do it, though, too, because they want the neighborhood to stay nice. And all look uniform, just like all the others. That, you know? They don't. want you to. It, and the problem is, is like in some areas, HOAs are great. Like they really are mm-hmm. good and people pay into them and they actually hire landscaping companies. So you don't have to worry about your yeah. front yards and you don't have to worry about snow removal or different stuff like that. And that's great. But like I it's my complaint every, every time is <laughs> our HOA is, is unimportant. Our neighborhood is in an area that it's great, but not like, it's not fancy. There's Uh nothing special about our area at all. And they supposedly, at least when the guy was around, spent 15 grand on landscaping, which landscaping for us was only like the very front part Uh, of our U-shaped road that we had. Yeah. It was, it's small. It's not even this huge neighborhood. It's literally one row that's shaped in a U. Mm -hmm. And just the very front of those two roads is what would get taken care of with landscaping. But we have to pay all this money. Yeah. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. And then they they just try to dictate everything you do. And it's good to a certain point, but they didn't do enough. So, like, our neighbor's yard would get covered in weeds. And when those weeds grow, they blow into everyone else's yeah. yards, which causes more weeds for everyone right. else. And it was terrible. So, like, then our our front yard would start to get overgrown with weeds. And then I would get a thing in the mail saying, you need to take care of your weeds because they're getting overgrown. And I'm like, yeah. "Are you? do you not see this house next to me? Yeah. That you can't even, like, walk to their door. It's so bad. They're spreading their weeds. Yeah, you're spreading your seeds Put everywhere. It. Yeah. Do not spill your seeds. On Wrap me. it up. <laughs> but sorry I just, that's my rant about HOA but that's what that's the thing that's what reminds me um, living on base housing is all the rules so many rules that you have to follow and mm-hmm. I feel like if the housing is privatized then they're even more strict on rules because I know we lived it when we were on McConnell. We were living in base housing before it got privatized. Mm-hmm. So Corvius is taken over now, but before it was just what run by the Air Force, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there was rules, but not there weren't like super strict on everything. Like you know, if you want to have a plant in your yard, you can. It doesn't have to be a specific plant, or it doesn't have to be two bushes here. Or yeah. You don't have. You know, it's like. You just take care of your shit because that's what you need to do. Or mm-hmm. if your grass dies in your backyard, it's fine. Whatever. Like, you know, they didn't – they weren't super strict. But when Corvius took over, I think I think now it's probably – they have probably have a lot more rules because we were there in the transition point. Oh. So it wasn't too terrible. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any, like, crazy deals of, like, you have to have two bushes and they have to be this big and you need to cut your grass to this 
these inches and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Maybe because we're just, you know, good at keeping our yard clear that yeah. we didn't have any issues with people, but... I don't remember having anything like that when we lived in Montana. They were privatized housing. It's uh, Belfort Beatty. Belfort Beatty? They were fine. Like, we didn't have any issues with them. They were pretty quick at responding to any issues we might have had. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I mean, the houses were okay. not the... Yeah, they were okay. I mean, they were, it was fine. Like, it was, my, our house was pretty big for yeah. just, the, you know, a four-person family. We moved in just three of us with my son. But they were really... The windows were and the doors were, like, really da- drafty. And the floors were creaky, and it wasn't terrible. It was fine. But I remember having all those rules. Yeah. Just, like, they came out and cut our grass. Not the backyard, just Just, the like, the yard. outside, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did that, and they, like, trimmed bushes and yep. stuff like that. They, yeah. They kept up pretty well with maintenance, I think. Yeah. And the houses were nice. I mean, for, for not being our house. Yeah. <laughs> not something that I would live in for the rest of my life, but it was still comfortable. Yeah. The only thing I don't like living, the only thing I don't like about living on base is you're living with other more military. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. I'm not hating on the military. I just don't like living to other catty spouses, <laughs> mm-hmm. basically, who are bitching and whining about any little thing Mm -hmm. and it's like come on why are you being so petty right now i did get into a petty coconut argument with our neighbor in guam it wasn't an argument like words coconuts about coconut because i saw this fucker cutting his grass and i was like there's a coconut in his yard like i noticed it Mm -hmm. right he kicked it into our yard and i was like okay exactly Instead of picking it up and putting it out, you know, so it could be collected. Um, so he kicked it into our yard. So I go and I kick it back into his yard. This goes on for like, I don't know, like three weeks. Because we cut the grass, you know, once a week. Mm-hmm. It went on for like three weeks to a month maybe. Kicking the coconut back, back and, and forth. Back and forth. And I was like, this is ridiculous. That and is it's like, really petty he of them. I was like, it was on his side and he yeah. kicked it onto our side. It was ridiculous. That's stupid. Why yeah. do people have to be dumb? And then, let me tell you what he did. This was like when we had first moved in. So the final, like, the coconut finally disappears. I don't know where it went. Thank God. And, <laughs> and then I'm cutting my grass, right? And I had just finished cutting my grass. And he's on his riding lawnmower. And his grass is shorter than mine. Like on my side. There's no fences, by the way, separating us. There's no fences. Nothing. Just, um... They told us uh, from tree line to tree line, that's where you cut your grass and that's where they cut their grass. Our our lawn was giant. I mean, like the size of a football field, it felt like it was huge. Yeah. So it would take me like a good two hours to finish the grass. And I finished my grass and I see him on his riding lawnmower and here he comes on his riding lawnmower and his blades are shorter than mine. Like they cut a path to where I was standing with his riding lawnmower i was like are you fucking kidding me and he's like hey i'm your neighbor and he like introduced himself and i was like you know i was young 23 year old at the time so i didn't want to be rude to him because he was clearly you know like an nco and i was like hi nice to meet you yeah my husband and i live here blah 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 and then he takes off on another path and cuts the grass even shorter and i'm like so he left like a v-shaped mark on my on our lawn of shorter grass and I was like why would you do that why didn't you turn off your blade like he did it on purpose 
because of the coconut. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker with the coconut, I'm going to throw it right at your head. Split your coconut with my coconut. But yeah, it was really stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, but seriously, it's yeah. so annoying. That's so that's like the that's a disadvantage of being on base. Is like you yeah. are surrounded by military people constantly, and some people find it really good because then they make really good friends, and you are yeah. you know you're in a close knit community, and Get you to have walk people. To each houses yeah, and... you have those people that support system too, and they know mm-hmm. exactly what you're going through. You know what they're going through. Um, you have all that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's some the, that's, people really like that. That's the problem. Is like they know what you're going through. You know what they're going through, and you all have the same issues. Yeah. And everyone's venting about the same issues at yes. different. It's just escalating differently, and it gets really old, mm-hmm. really fast, mm-hmm. and just stupid shit that you don't want to hear about. It's like I don't want to hear about it. Like I don't, I don't want to hear about how. The only thing I want to hear about on base is. Who's swinging with who? Yes. <laughs> Who's got the green light right now? That's what I want to know about. Oh, I want to hear more about the swingers. Jody yeah. did what? Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I am a, I'm a woman. I like the gossip. I, I, like I the love gossip to hear too. about it, okay? Ooh. It's just what I do. I don't get involved in the drama, but I do like no. to stand back and listen about it. I like the it. stories. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell we like sharing the stories, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But... Now, that's the thing is I don't – I don't want to be surrounded by all of that. I want to live my own life. And yeah. uh, that's how Dave feels too. Like he is in the military. He's there. He's working mm-hmm. all day. He doesn't want to come home to it as well. Yeah. Like the convenience of it, yeah, super nice. Where you're driving like two minutes to work, I get it. That's yeah. awesome. But you you kind of get to escape and be away from it. yeah. Get to blend in a little bit more in the civilian world, which is nice. It's like, okay, well, this is a job. Yeah. This is just a job. We get to go work on base. Yeah. Then I get to come home to a different area. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you're living closer to some other people that are in the military, too, or whatnot, too. But, I mean, you're not fully surrounded by everyone and their bullshit. Yeah. So, when when we lived in Belgium, we considered living on base for a little bit just because i think just because we came in we were we were scared that we you know we didn't know the language we were in a completely different country we've never been to yeah but then when we when we saw that we couldn't get a house on base we're like okay let's just try off base so we were looking at houses and we found one in a really nice neighborhood near base so kyle could still drive back and forth to work because he had a really weird schedule and uh, we immersed ourselves in the culture and it was really nice and it was a struggle at times with the language barrier but other than that it was great there's some you know there was a lot of good good things coming out of it we were able to save money just because it was just us two and so we had like the utilities money and stuff like that we didn't weren't really using it because we were never home so we weren't having because you got a set amount mm-hmm. you know and so yeah when we, you're overseas yeah. yeah so if you go over that you come out of pocket if you come under that then that's awesome and you get to put a little bit in the bank mm-hmm. so we were never home i was working we never turned on our heat it felt like uh, so we put away money we got to make money from that yeah yeah and that's nice yeah because um sometimes it's hard to make money when you're overseas mm-hmm. people say like oh you're gonna get paid a lot more and everything and I I don't see it. No. I, I don't. Because I, we're having to put it back in. We're having to put yeah. it, you know, with utilities. Like, electricity is expensive. Water is expensive. Everything yeah. is super expensive. And we get, I know, you get set amount for utilities. And when you're overseas, you get OHA. And 
But with that, it's totally OHA is different than that than BAH because mm-hmm. you get a set amount and you get a cap amount. And that's it. And that's it. If you don't reach your cap limit, yeah. you don't get any of the extra. They yeah. literally only pay for that amount. So if your rent's only 1300 and your cap is 1400 that's all you're that's paying. all you're getting is a 1300 yeah so you yeah. can't make money off of that unfortunately and then you're living in areas like we are here in the uk where it's hard to find a house that is going to fit a family of four yes where you're not having to stick a child in a closet because seriously some of the rooms are the size of closet yeah and i don't mean like your nice walk-in closet no. i mean like maybe a desk and a chair will fit in there. And that's considered a bedroom. Yeah. They call that a bedroom, but no, there's no way. So you have like these young single, or not single, I'm sorry, younger uh, families, you know, that got started earlier and they have kids and they don't make that much money in the military and Mm -hmm. they can't get anything. They can't get, those are the people that should be let on base that should be able to live on base. Those are the people that should be at the top of the list. So that's absolutely. So that's the problem too. Um, overseas, especially over here, the waiting list for on base housing is ridiculous. I Everyone mean, wants to live on base. I've heard it being like two years yeah. long if you get on the wit- list, and it's like. Well, if you got a three-year tour, it's like, what's the what's point? What's the point, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I would feel like that would be a good idea for the younger families who really, you know, they need space. Yeah. They need some room and they need to be able to, somewhere where they can, you know, afford to live there. But yeah. they can't off-base because everything is just expensive. Landlords know that what our cap is and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's where they price these houses at. But the good thing about... <laughs> Having this, you know, a higher cap, the higher ranking your spouse is and stuff too, is uh, you can find a decent house. Yeah. And you get to live in the culture of it. And that is what I like most of all living off base over here in the UK mm-hmm. is just being in the community and not being like stuck on base Mm-hmm. where all the americans are all the americans bitching have, about having to live in the uk oh my god <laughs> or I anywhere mean, overseas. i have americans that live in my neighborhood too i'm for sure there's probably a crap ton more than i don't even yeah. know but i mean we're all we're immersed into the community we're in you know yeah. living with other british families and everyone so it's i'm it's, not all this housing development is just for military. This is not That's base true. housing anymore. Not anymore. This is old base housing, which is located across the street from the base. And the houses are nice and they're spacious, mm-hmm. but it's all it's run by some investment company. And these investors said there's a clause in the thing in the agreement that says you can only rent out to uh, the Americans. So. They cater to the they Americans. They cater to the Americans. So Which is helpful. Yeah, it's nice. We have a nice house. It's spacious for a family of four. Mm-hmm. Um, really, it's for a family of five because it's a four-bedroom. So, yeah, but... but it's all Americans around here. And that's fine. That's I think true. everyone kind of keeps to themselves, which I'm really appreciative of. Like, And I like my neighbors. We're all pretty quiet. Yes. But every now and then, you'll hear someone bitching about this person's dog down the street and then they'll be like oh it's the americans it's the americans dogs and i was like oh you've run into that too you know yes you run into that so it's kind of like oh gosh i, I don't want to like i don't want to bother any of the locals who have been living here for a long time but also it's like you're living near a military base mm-hmm. that's been here for many many years a few decades and that's know. what i see a lot though too is a lot of a lot of the um 
British people are very appreciative of us being yeah. here because we help the economy with them being here. We buy locally, you know, we help all that. And then I there's a lot of them that are not they don't okay like with us. us being here at all. They have yeah. always have something to complain about of the fireworks and uh, noises and you know who all who knows what else we're doing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing everything wrong. We're always doing something wrong. Yeah, but I mean, it's just what you're gonna get anywhere mm-hmm. you go to. It's it is. So I do being overseas. I at least in some places I would think would be beneficial to live off base just to be mm-hmm. in. With the community. Like, in Germany, if we were to move to Ramstein, I don't know if it's an option to live off base, but I feel yeah. like I would want to. The houses are huge there. In a heartbeat, I would want to. I just, because I don't want to be immersed and be sucked into no. mini America at Ramstein. First of all, <laughs> Ramstein Air Force Base is so Americanized. That's what I've heard. So American. So if you are anywhere in the area and you feel like you're missing America... Drive to Ramstein because they are, they have everything America there. Yes. And yeah. that's what I don't want to encounter. Like, I want to be able to go on base and be like, okay, I feel comfortable here yeah. being able to buy the things I want to. But I want to live in the culture. Like, when would I ever get to live in another country and, like, get to experience mm-hmm. what they, you know, how they are and how their houses are and mm-hmm. their daily lives and without being in it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. I think it just is so much better. So, and I'm not bashing anyone, but that's why I get so, I, you know, I'm always curious why people want to live on base so mm-hmm. badly, especially over here. Why do they want to do it so badly? In some cases, I can understand yeah. the money. The money, and I've heard, like, the safety of their children. It's like, well, you're letting – you're basically letting your kids run around free the neighborhood because yeah. you do feel safe. And that's fine, but – I don't like it. I don't like it either. I am – and I hate to say this – use this term, but I am kind of a helicopter parent. I like to keep an eye on my kids. I like to. I don't let them out of my sight very ever. Really, if we're out in public, they're always with me mm-hmm. or with somebody that I trust. So it's like even if I were on base, I don't think I can let my children run around free on base. I've heard you know like kids get run over. Well, it's so crammed too in some areas. Of yeah, housing that I would worry about people because. Uh, Fucking Americans, like, yes. speeding everywhere they go. <laughs> Fucking Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I say that yeah. a lot. The roundabouts, who people who come to full stops and then don't use their blinker or don't just use blinker, yeah. don't stop at all. Fucking Americans. Yeah. But really, they, like, speed through these crammed areas. Yeah. And there's children that are going to be riding their bikes and walking around. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't yeah. like it. And then, like, here, it's, like, the, the dual voltage in the houses. They, like, the – you could use your American appliances. Yeah. I mean, we have that here in this house, again, because our house used to be base housing. Mm-hmm. So we have that, which I'm not going to lie, is really convenient. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I like to run my blender. Also, I plugged in my blender accidentally into the wrong plug, and poof, it went – it's dead now. Oh. Yeah, rest, rest its old ninja blender. $150 down the drain. R.I.P. But so stuff like that and just the safety because it's like it's a gated community, right? So you feel safe mm-hmm. on base. You feel safe with your children running around. 
it's easier to just walk to everything, to the commissary, to the clinic, to the BX, whatever. Mm-hmm. You just walk everywhere. Super nice. It is. I, overseas, I like living off base. I like immersing myself in the culture, in the community. I like having other options of, instead of just the BX and the commissary, even though yeah. I, I can still walk on base and it's super close. Yeah. But I like doing stuff like that. I don't know. I, I like, like that. to be away from the Americans. When we lived, <laughs> when we were in Belgium, we lived um, right behind a zoo, like their local zoo, which is mm-hmm. a big zoo in Belgium. It's like super popular in the whole country. Like even the king and queen of Belgium visited a few times. And we, it was in our backyard. Like we could hear all the animals. We got in for free because we were living there. And so Kyle and I used to sit in the backyard and ours sat like a top of a hill on a slope overlooking their parking lot. And we'd always be like, we need to get like water balloons on catapults and just like shoot them at the people on a hot days and they'd be like ah messy they'd be like what's happening yeah thank you because it's hot (sighs) yeah (laughs) so we love that we love that Mm -hmm. we love that living on off base yeah i think overseas it's a lot different um i did um Speaking of that, I did have a comment on one of our on our uh, Instagram page about it. Okay, yeah, she um she had a really good point. Um, her comment was really it, it was really good. She said, uh, "Living on base is convenient as far as financial stress with maintenance, utilities, etc." Yes, but I definitely prefer to live off base. It's nice to feel like the the three years that we have to be somewhere, you can make feel a little more homey. Oh, that's true. Um, she said, right now we live uh, in Okinawa and have to live uh, on a nine-floor tower. Oh, no. And they don't have any lifts in there, uh-uh. I don't think. We didn't get the option to live off base. So she has both upstairs and downstairs neighbors, and it feels like living in a fishbowl. Oh, no, I couldn't. Yeah. They're going to be PCSing back to the States, and they're getting the house off base. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's pro- there's pros and cons mm-hmm. anywhere you go. I like, don't know. I want to live in a tower, but do you get a, you, like Rapunzel? Do you get to have the option to live off base in Okinawa? Though that's the thing. I don't think so. I don't yeah. know. We should ask Lindsay. I mean, she lived in Okinawa. You probably yeah. don't. I I I don't think you do. That's yeah. a, that's also the problem too with overseas. Is there some places where you can't? You don't even have an option. You can't live off base mm-hmm. at all, and it sucks. But you know. I, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? And I, again, back to that point, I think base housing people with more family members that are lower ranking that really cannot afford anything for themselves off base. They those are the ones that should be at the top of the list, right? And you have like the one year tour people that as like, well, you give them the option of like they they go to the top of the list, right? Mm-hmm. When they're waiting for a house, it's like why, why? I mean, if it's like a one-year tour, that means they're usually just one person, right? I don't well, think no, when families. it's like the, uh, when they separate their families, yeah. It's yeah. like the one-year tour, um, like, for example, our friend Kai, who was a few episodes ago, talked about working overseas. No, I'm talking about how, like, her, her husband was uh, did a one-year tour while she stayed in the States, and their follow-on was here in the UK. Mm-hmm. So when they both got here to the UK, they were at the top of the list for the house. Oh, yes. That's usually how it works. It's yeah. like they bump them up. I don't know why they do that. I mean, I guess it's a perk for having them been separated but, for so yeah. long. But I mean, yeah, they I don't chose understand. To live off base. I you know I don't understand their lists and yeah. how they work and whatnot too. It's all very confusing. Yeah, uh, 
And I know it can be so stressful. Yeah. To, it, it can be stressful because if you're wanting to get on base, but then they don't have anything, and then you're trying to – you're on an off-season, and there's, like, no houses to rent either. It's going to be a very stressful time. And then the people that were on the list, and they're like, well, we don't – we have – you know, you wanted a two-bedroom, but we have a three-bedroom, so we're going to offer that. I'd be like, dude, somebody was waiting for that three-bedroom, yeah. and you just gave it to somebody else. That's yeah. really infuriating. When we were moving, when we moved here and we got offered a house on base, they offered us a two-bedroom. We're a family of four, mm-hmm. so that would have to be my children sharing a room, which is fine. That's the only way that they'll offer houses, though, too. Yeah. Most places. Depending on, like, the age gap and yep. the genders as well. Mm-hmm. So... I we were like that's fine but we really want more space and we can get something off base so mm-hmm. we did we ended up getting something off base and then again they offered us another house this time a three bedroom I went and looked at it just to, enter- to entertain the thought and I was like oh, the house is nice it's a three bedroom it you know it would be perfect for us but I'm really happy where we're at and then two weeks we so we turned it down two weeks later we get a notice we had to move out of our house which really sucks so there we go again having to find another house and we ended up with this one which is fine yeah but uh one of our friends had they were a married couple with a brand new baby they got offered a three bedroom and she took it yeah a three bedroom yeah they got offered a three bedroom um they had been on the list for a while i guess waiting for a two bedroom and nothing came up so they gave him a three bedroom and they took it they took it he Mm. goes he goes he goes on deployment for seven months or whatever and she goes back to the States. Oh, well, while keeping this house. Yes. The house just sat there. Empty. Empty. For six months? Yes. Longer, probably. And it wouldn't be a big deal if it wasn't the fact that everyone knows that the wait list to get on base is years long. Yes. And that person, that um, spouse, had no intention of returning no intention because she said, oh, well, he's only going to have a few months left after he comes back for employment before we PCS to our next duty station. So I'm just going to stay well, in the Things States. can change is the problem. Like, I understand we have an expiration date yeah. here uh, uh, being overseas and everything, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Things can change. Yeah. But that house sat uh, by itself for six, at least six months. And then he came back to pack it all up and leave. It's like that house could have gone to somebody else and you could have gotten a short-term rental. Yeah, or put all your stuff in storage in or storage something. storage or PC. Until he yeah. came back and he could have found something. Yeah, that that could have gone to another family that absolutely needed it. that whole situation is pretty shitty because it yeah. could have gone a, a number of different ways to the yeah. fact of like somebody else could have moved into a three-bedroom house that mm-hmm. needed a three-bedroom house. Mm-hmm. And that is the shitty thing is... um. The way they give houses out, yeah, I think it depending if your kids are boy and girl, uh-huh. and if they're under like ten or twelve or something, they um have to share a room. Mm-hmm. They won't give you a bigger house until yeah. Um, even uh, I had a friend who was having a hard time getting a. I think it was a three or four bedroom they were trying to move into, um, and. She she had found out she was pregnant, and they wouldn't even give it to her knowing that she was pregnant with a test through the base mm-hmm. and ultrasound pictures and everything else. They wouldn't give it to her until, like, uh, I don't remember when. I was, cause after their the kids, baby was born? Yeah, I think or? it was after the baby was born and stuff. But, like, she already had, like, three kids. Oh. So it was like she 
they kind of needed more room. Yeah. I think they were living in a two-bedroom or something like that. I don't know. But it's one of those situations where it's like, well, they kind of do need more space because now you're adding another child into mm-hmm. a already small house. Mm-hmm. But it's, and that was stateside. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Mm. This is a, these are disadvantages. I feel like I have more disadvantages of <laughs> being on base than advantages. I know there's a cons to everything and whatnot, too. So yeah. don't be discouraged no. if you're that person that wants to live on base. That's perfectly fine because there's, um, there's a lot of benefits to living on base. Yeah. I found an article from the militarywallet.com, mm-hmm. and they list a bunch of different um, benefits of living on base. Like you had said, safe gated neighborhoods, so you're, you yeah, know, you, nobody can get on base unless they have a pass or an ID. Mm-hmm. You cannot get on base unless you Unless ram. you have a gate runner. Yeah. <laughs> unless you ram it and your barriers don't work. Yeah. Uh, family-friendly environment because there's always going to be uh, playgrounds and parks all around, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And, like, a, a lot of them have been doing uh, community centers and, uh, you know, pools yes. and different things yes. now, too, that the, are being built. The privatized housing has a, a lot to offer within yes. that sense. Is like they have community centers, like you said, the pool. Mm-hmm. They do base activities. They yes. come around and do, like, surveys and the gift cards. Centers. Yeah. All that stuff is right there. Contests for, like, the the decorations for Halloween and Christmas and all yes. that. Yeah. So that's all really cool. It makes it... Uh, it makes it a community like it, it gives you that sense of community and you get to know your neighbors in that way yeah which is really nice yes yeah if you're really into that kind of stuff too mm-hmm. and i know some people maybe like younger families too are very into like you're moving to your first base and you're moving away from all your friends and mm-hmm. family so it's a good way to kind of get back into that community feel sure. yeah uh fewer bills so you will literally have either no bills or you'll have one bill for your utilities, like yeah. your um, electric and if it's gas, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's everywhere, but at least um, Corvius, when they were when they became privatized, the base housing in McConnell, mm-hmm. they were on a, a strict metered basis. Yeah. So if you went over your allowance for the month, then mm-hmm. you got billed. But if you went under your allowance at all you get a credit on your account. Oh. So it was kind of nice. So there would be times where you wouldn't pay a bill at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes you would have to pay some money. So if you don't leave your windows open and blast your AC, because that's not good. <laughs> that's dumb. You're going to pay something for that. Yeah. But so uh, it's, a, it's a lot easier mm-hmm. living. You, don't, you have a lot less to worry about. Um, obviously, your cable and your internet, you're going to yeah. have to pay for yourself yeah. just like a normal house but your utilities that way is a lot easier mm-hmm. to deal with um maintenance on the house is free so if you anything goes wrong you just call them and they'll come yeah. fix it which when you're renting off base two is the same you call your landlord or the rental company and they'll do that for you too usually within a reasonable time i'm still yeah. waiting for them to fix our shower that yeah like the latch on the door broke so it doesn't close all the way yeah so I'm still waiting for that. It's yeah. been well, like three months. <laughs> sometimes they're reasonable in maintenance. Sometimes they're not. I had an issue with it's maintenance take priority. in base housing, and they were super slow with stuff. Like my dishwasher was corroding. Oh. And I was like, I can't wash dishes in here. Yeah. This is disgusting. Third world problems. And, First world problems. <laughs> right. 
And like stuff like in the fridge, if some parts of the fridge were breaking and it just took them forever. Oh, and they also sealed the toilet. What? How'd they seal the toilet? Oh my God. So the toilet tank, uh, and this was based out, this was before Corvius took over, so it's not their fault. But somebody should have fired whoever did the maintenance on this toilet. <laughs> um, the toilet tank had a crack in it. Oh. I've never dealt with a crack on a toilet tank before. I wouldn't have known until after this Until happened. after the fact, yeah. And um, they just sealed the crack. So the crack was still there, but it was sealed over. Yeah. It eventually broke through. <gasps> and so you know what happens in a toilet tank when water empties. Just keeps flowing. More water gets put back in and yeah. it just is a constant flow. So my bathroom, part of my bedroom, um, and... Um, was soaking wet, and oh, then no. I walked inside, and it was raining in my <gasps> living room. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah. Were you gone all day like this? I was gone for part of the day, and I came home. Uh, my daughter was in preschool. I had taken her, and I did something else, and I came home with my son. Uh huh. And I walked through the garage, and I hear this like noise, like trickling water, trickling sound, and I was like. Yeah. What's what is happening? happening? And I like, <laughs> I opened the door from the, because our garage walked into the laundry room, which then you open the door to the uh-huh. rest of the house. I opened that door and I was like, oh my God. And I walked back out and oh I was no. like, what the fuck do I do? And I put my son down. I ran upstairs. I turned the water off to the toilet. Yeah. Ran back down. And then I called. Uh, 911. No. Emergency. I called Corvus. Firefighters. Hot firefighters. I know. I called Corvius, <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> it's raining Help. in my living room, yeah. and it's a two-story house. And they're like, what? Oh, no. Oh, it was a fucking nightmare. That happened uh, to me in Guam, but it wasn't a, it wasn't, it was from the rain. Like, yeah, you could see there was a lump on the, on the oh, ceiling yeah, where it looked like good. it had been patched over, like, plenty of times. That's not good. And uh, it, like, would leak in the house, and then I'd call him, and then I'd be like, this, this enough is enough. Like, it's raining in my house out mm-hmm. of one spot. It was just a cur- constant spout of water when it would rain. And, I mean, when it rains on it a tropical pours. island, it fucking rains. Yeah. So they had to, like, come back on a sunny day, which it rains every day on Guam. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to come back on a sunny day and, like, cut a piece of the, <laughs> the roof off and then do it again. And then it stopped. But this house here... This house, there was a fire in this house. When I came to look at it, they're like, so we're going to show you this house. And I was like, okay, fine. They're like, oh, we have to warn you. There was a fire there. I was like, oh, well, that ticks one of the boxes. It won't happen again, right? Great. Lightning doesn't strike twice in the same spot. Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, apparently it was an upstairs shower, like from from the master's, master bath. It had a leak in the shower and it was leaking downstairs into the, like the, the power box or whatever, like mm-hmm. the, with all the switches in the laundry room and so it caught fire and i guess the tenants that were here they kept telling there's a there's like a leak or something there's a stain on the ceiling and they would come up and like patch it and paint it patch it and paint it yep and then that's what happens when you patch it and paint it patch it and paint it (laughs) and mix electricity and water creates fire fire bad fire Fire bad fire real bad fireman good yes they say Yeah. So there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. You know, you're always going to end up with something. Something yeah. something will go wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's knowing how to handle it. I think, like, I don't know, like, living on base in the States, 
I would prefer it. But then I think like, well, you know, I would have to take the kids to school. I would have to drive them to school. So that means me having to leave base mm-hmm. and do that and then come back. Oh, and then when you have family staying with you on base, it's like you have to get them a pass. Yeah. You know, and they always have to have that pass with them. And mm-hmm. so that can be kind of a pain. And then they can't stay for a certain amount of time and they have to have a special request and special pass. My my brother-in-law stayed with us when we were in Montana and we had to get him a special pass and we had to say that he was the nanny. Oh gosh. Yeah, basically that he was there to help us. He was he was working yeah. a full-time job at the time and he did help us. Don't get don't oh, get me yeah. wrong, he did help us a lot. Just not he, what he was there he for. He kept me fed with Oreos <laughs> when I was pregnant with my daughter. It was like he would buy a pack of Oreos for him and one for me and I would oh. eat a sleeve in just a couple days, and then I dig into his Oreos. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, uh, so that's another pain in the butt. It is. That is a pain is um, getting friends or family onto base. You can only regularly. have a certain amount of pets. Oh, yeah. You yeah can, I think you can only have a certain amount of cars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that was a thing that they were seeing uh, as a benefit of living on base, especially if your housing is on the actual base. Mm-hmm. Uh, McConnell's is separated by a road, so you have to drive off of housing okay. then back onto base. So you have to scan your ID again. Super annoying. Oh, no. Um, but you could survive living with one car mm-hmm. if you know, you're cool with dropping your spouse off in the morning no. if they live kind of far away or making them walk to work. Yes. Um, <laughs> and be, you know, be so you would have a car to be able to do stuff during the day or surviving by being locked in your house all day without a car. Yeah, that sucks. That's another one. I Lockdowns. Know how, I don't know how anyone survives with one car. I really don't. We did it. Yeah. We did it when we were in Guam. Just It was just Kyle and me. We didn't have any that's kids. What, yeah, that's what I mean. Like now it's just... Yeah, one car with, for three years. With kids and everything would be would be hard. I feel like Kyle and I could do it. Yeah. Here. I think we could do it. It's the closest just, you are to work, I think it yeah. I think it would work out really well. Because he can walk back and forth and then yeah. he doesn't use his truck while he's at work. He can always use the government vehicle. Usually when it's like like if they go out to lunch, they can use a government vehicle. Yeah. Because it's fire department, they're already out anyways. Mm-hmm. So Stuff like that. Yep. I feel like we would be fine, but he just doesn't want to walk to work. Because he's lazy. Kyle, you lazy That's with your okay. backpack. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling Brian, our friend Brian, that the same thing. It's like he can walk to work and he's like, but I have my backpack. Mm-hmm. He's like, leave it at home. <laughs> <laughs> leave your little laptop at home so I can use it. Yeah. I need it. I know. It's it's a toss-up, honestly. That's what I think of it as. It's yeah. a total toss-up. I think it... Um, just like other people have said, and uh, what I totally agree with is it depends on where you are, where you're going. Yeah. Um, my husband's always in the mindset of buying houses and making money and having that asset and whatnot. Yeah. So ours is always <laughs> the area. Is the area good that we can buy a house and for a decent amount of money and be able to, you know, save money that way too. By a murder house. Yeah. Not for you to murder people. No. Like a house where someone was murdered in. Yeah, those you houses get, usually are cheaper. Yeah, you'll get a good deal. Might come I with should. some ghosties, but. <laughs> I need to find, uh, there should be like a way I that I don't know yet, but I'm sure there probably is where you can find out who was murdered in your Aren't house. Aren't you supposed to disclose that if like you're selling a house, if you're a real estate agent and somebody asks you how, uh, like was anybody murdered here? Like some states require it by law. Yes. Yeah. 
How do you, you even have to know? Tell them. Um, so it's like if somebody, if it was most recent. Uh, Did you ever have to do it? No. Oh. I never found, which I'm surprised was some of the shady places <laughs> I went to. Oh. I'm yeah. surprised there wasn't any. There's a basement that these clients wanted me to walk into and the electricity was off. No, thank you. Be yeah. like, here's a flashlight. Go look at it for I'm yourself. Like, this is a foreclosure and the electricity is off, and I am not going down there. Mm-hmm. That's how people get murdered. So, yeah. thanks. And anyway, if you're a real estate agent, you're not supposed to let your clients go in front of you anyway. You stay behind them. Oh. They'll stab you in the back. Oh. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's a safety issue. Yeah. You always let them. You open the door. You let them go in first. You know, you, mm-hmm. you know, escort them in first. Every room, you always stay behind them in every room. You let them go in and look around and whatnot, yeah. too. If it's a big enough room, you can go in there, too. But yeah. do not ever let them stay behind you. That's scary. It's, it's fucking scary. Can you take, have it be like the buddy system? Like, take somebody with you? Have a taser just in uh, case? Yes, always have a taser. So you can get little tasers and you can put them on your key rings. Uh, and just I have it ready did, to go. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really true. It's... It's so sad that we had to yeah. deal. We had safety briefings, especially when Beverly Carter, that whole murder with Beverly yeah. Carter happened. Yeah. 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 It's terrifying. That sounds scary. But you can still be a real estate agent. It's fine. It's, it's very. Just walk um, behind the client, mm-hmm. carry a taser. Always. And uh, make a shank. Make a shank. Mm-hmm. Make Keep a- it on your keychain. Yeah. Do the self defense classes. They'll yes. give you one of those kitty claw things. And you oh. put your fingers in them, and they're like it's like a cat. So the ears are really pointy. Oh, oh yeah, like to... an like brass knuckles, but with cat ears. Yeah, for two fingers. Yeah, to punch him, to stab him. Yeah, there's there's murders on base too, because mm-hmm. you know people go crazy. Unfortunately, it's in so a sad. Small community like that. In a small community, you. and everybody will know about it. So that's another. Yeah. So speaking of that, that's another uh, disadvantage. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> is in everybody's business all the time. Yes. Which is fun. If you're the observer. <laughs> yeah. The one listening to all the stories and hearing all the tales, and not in the drama, but just hearing about the drama. Yeah. My favorite, <laughs> this is so bad, um, is like when I would hear the fire truck or the ambulance, I'd be like, oh, it sounds nearby. Well, I wonder what it was, especially yeah. when it come in through housing. Like, what was yes. it? What was it? And then I'd be like, the next day, I'd be like, Kyle, what was it? He'd be like, I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. He'd be like, nothing. It was a medical. They're fine. Someone couldn't breathe. I'm like, oh, are they dead? No, right. <laughs> Someone fell off their couch and didn't know how they <laughs> fell who off died? the couch. Yeah, who died? Who was doing drugs? Tell me. Tell me oh, everything. Dying. Who tried to stab who? I know. Like when you would hear uh, like See, police, I'm that police person. sirens, yeah. uh, you know, at night, you know, 10, 1030, 11 yeah. o'clock at night, you hear police sirens going, you know, on base housing. And Nothing good like, happens after night. What yeah. is happening? It's like, <laughs> oh, it's just another, yet another domestic violence case. And I was like, Jesus Christ, people. Yes. Domestic violence. Stop hurting each other. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. What swinger were you supposed to be yeah. with tonight? Did you get your schedule mixed up? I was supposed to be with Debbie today, but ended up with with Teresa. Sorry, Teresa. I was with Jody when I was actually supposed to be with my wife, and I'm just yeah. sorry. I couldn't help it. it. It was an accident. I slipped and fell. I slipped and fell repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, there's stuff like that you have to deal with. I mean, not that there isn't off base, but when you're on base, it really is like everybody knows everybody through work and, you know, just people that aren't even part of the same squadron or unit or whatever. You still know them. Know them. It's a small town. That's you run into them is. at the commissary, at yeah. the BX. It is. It's a town within a town. Yeah. It's like fucking Vatican City without the priests. <laughs> so, yeah, Vatican is, with you know, the Vatican is a city within a city. Yes. So it's like that. It's a country within a city, really. The Vatican's its own country, isn't it? I don't even know. I don't know. Vatican City. That's what a bad Catholic I am. I don't know. Yeah. But... It's like that. It is. It's like that. It's everyone's in your business. They know everything. And people are always sharing everything, too. Yes. And if you're anything like us, we will listen. Yeah, we will. <laughs> you want to oh, share? That's fine. And like, I, I'm I'm a good listener. But wait. Let me pop some popcorn real quick. Yeah. Hold that face right now that you're making. Wait. Getting ready to burst with information of gossip. Tracy did what? She with that skank. I told you. I knew it. I knew I saw that Tide bottle out. I knew it. <laughs> she looks dirty <laughs> from a mile away. I can see her dirty whore. <laughs> oh, all, I just, I can only imagine all the good stories, though, you would hear being mm-hmm. on base. It's just, oh, it's pure entertainment. Who needs reality TV? Yeah, when we were in, uh, I won't say what base, but there was a scandal about officers <gasps> uh, and drugs. Oh. Yeah, and it was like, Whoa. And it was like, so their punishment uh, was like, one of their punishments, I guess I should say. It was like they were shoveling people's driveways from the snow. So like they would, I would see them shoveling driveways outside our driveway. I'd be like, oh, what did you do? (laughs) What have you done with your life that you resorted to that? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Shoveling driveways and, you know, negative degree weather. Ouch. Not fun. No, that doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah. But, yeah. I compare it kind of to, like, living in the city or living in the country. Yeah. Like, the grass is always greener on the other side sort of mm-hmm. thing. And it's like, oh, I wish I lived on base for the safety or whatever. Right. And it's like, oh, gosh, why did I make that mistake? I, I don't want to live on base. I don't want to be surrounded by all these people. Yeah. I would hate living on base here in the UK. No offense to our friends that live on base. But no. personally, I would hate it. I would not be happy. Uh-uh. It's like Kyle says, he's like, I'm going to leave work, go home, still be on base yeah. to see more people that I work with. Exactly. That's that's the biggest thing is mm-hmm. Dave does, just doesn't want to be around that. And yeah. um, what was it? We were watching The Sandlot. And, you know, in the beginning of the movie, he they have a huge block party for 4th of July. Yeah. Right now, and I was like, oh, I really like that. You know, yeah. I miss that. I wish, like, I want to do some more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just to, And he was like... The only way you're going to do that is to be living on base. And that's basically it. That's yeah. where you're going to get that Sometimes. most of all. He's like, nobody does that stuff anymore. And I was like, it's true. Um, our One of our friends, Cammie, they live on base and they're doing an Oktoberfest. Oh. And I was like, that is fucking genius. I was like, yeah. that is awesome. They're yeah. going to have beer. And I was like, why don't we do that here? Mm-hmm. Like, it would be really easy on this street. And they're doing it, but it's the day, the night of the firefighters' ball. Mm, and yeah. I was like, oh, we might just walk over there. <laughs> if it's still going that late at night. Finish your party. Come walk, go walk back over there. And yeah. Go party somewhere. Because it's on base. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, we should do that here in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I can't even organize a fucking garage sale block thing. Like, yeah. Yard sale. I went and told a bunch of neighbors, I'm having a garage sale this day. They're like, hey, thanks. 
Oh, that was another thing. When we were in Guam and uh, we would have garage sales, they would the, a lot of the locals would come in, mm-hmm. and they would swarm you. Yeah. To get like all kinds of stuff, whatever they could get their hands on, yeah. uniforms and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I. That was another thing too with uh, Corvius is you couldn't have your own garage sale out of oh. your house. You had to wait until a designated day. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Which I thought was strange. I'm like, why would, why does that matter so much? You mm-hmm. know, because they shit's wouldn't piling up in my garage. I need yeah, to get rid they of it. Wouldn't open it up. They wouldn't open up base housing for you know oh. non-military either. It was just for oh. base housing, and so they would do a, they would wait for to be able to do a huge yard sale. And I was like, that's kind of yeah. dumb, though. Hmm. Let me sell my shit. I need to get rid of my shit. For real, it's just piling up in my garage, and I need to get rid of it. So pros and cons to both. It's a it's all on what you prefer, honestly. Yeah. What you feel most comfortable with. Most people feel comfortable living on base, and that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. That's what you're used to, and you're comfortable in that uh, situation, especially if your husband's deployed. You yeah. You have people around you uh, to help you through. Yeah. And whatnot, which is great. I think with all things, like, don't let people influence you. Yeah. Um, do your research before you get there. Yes. And see what would fit you best. And we see a lot of Facebook comments is like, what, this city versus this city, and everybody bashes on everybody else's city. It's mm-hmm. like, whatever you feel happy with, wherever you can find something that you think would work for you. Exactly. If you're overseas, a little worried about the language barrier, that's okay because the the thing is those your neighbors are probably used to having americans yeah. as neighbors and they are very accommodating and lovely people at least in our case we've had that yeah and uh living on base we like i said we've done 50 50 so it, it was fine i think the closer you are to base too the more you're going to get more um just accommodating with you yes you know yeah with the locals being more yeah open with you there because yeah. and they'll probably know english or at least some of it and absolutely they can, you know it'll be it, it won't be so bad yeah and some communities are super accepting of us americans um even 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 stateside of the uh, military community too they're very accepting it's just something that they're used to mm-hmm. and you'll get the crazy ones you know that are batshit crazy and will say Literally. stupid shit to yes. you and that's fine just yeah. you know you'll get that on and off base Yes, exactly. <laughs> you will. There are some. There are some butt shit crazy people on base. Yeah, that are entertaining. Oh, <laughs> best. I just love hearing about I know. them. Yeah. So, yeah, especially stateside, we always like to look at what rental is like in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we don't usually rent off a of base, I realize we only buy stateside. When we're stateside. Yeah. This is the first time we've ever rented a house is being over here. It's so weird. Yeah. Paying somebody else because we're landlords as well. We've never owned a house. It's okay. <laughs> it's a scary thing. It's it a big scary. commitment and you have to be fully prepared because you don't have somebody to come help you and rescue you when, mm-hmm. when half of your power goes out at night and you don't know why. And it was because lightning struck your house. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing yep. you're speaking out of experience. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Bit. Yeah. It's okay. Lightning doesn't strike twice. No, thank God. It had struck the neighbor two houses down from us before, though. Oh, that was really close. <laughs> oh, it was. It's within. Ah, it's here. <laughs> oh, it was terrifying. But it's all an experience. If you feel more comfortable being on base and being around mm-hmm. community like that, do it. If you are 
wanting to have a little bit more freedom and to Mm -hmm. just be out away from work than rent or buy off base. Yeah. But do it smartly, too. Yeah. Don't go overboard. You don't need a huge house. No. You don't. You're only going to be there for a few years. Yeah. I understand trying to make it homey. But like I said in another episode, they're just going to pack up your shit and go. Like, mm-hmm. make it convenient to where it's easy for you to move. One day you will have your forever home where you can decorate it with your beautiful furniture and your beautiful pictures and all that. But for now, I feel like everything's temporary, you know? It's true. The only for sure thing that you have is your family with yeah. you. Um, and that's it. Live like you're going to PCS. Live like you're going to PCS. Exactly. Like you're going to PCS tomorrow. Yep. Live tidy, <laughs> organized, yeah. um, and just minimal. Do a regular clean out because it oh, really yes. will help you good to purge. when you get those PCS orders. Because you could stateside, you could PCS orders and leave like within a couple months. Yes. So we had orders here and we had four months to prepare. It is it's nothing. It's rough. Yeah. So just be prepared. And, you know, you don't have to have the fanciest house, the biggest house, and all this space. Yeah. And, the, and bedrooms for every child and playrooms for every child and basements. And yeah. It's okay. I don't I care. Yeah, I don't care what your house looks like. I'll no. admire it. Great. I love the, the White Walls Facebook page of all the beautiful houses. It's like mm-hmm. the resourceful ones. Well, I covered this ugly counter with this marble-looking contact paper. But like, good for you! Like that's that, a great idea. Yeah, because it's removable, it's cheap, it's temporary, yep. and it's your special temporary touch. Temporary, like your life. Just like your life, you <laughs> are a gypsy. Don't forget. Yeah, you're gonna fucking pack all your shit up in crates in a few years and move you somewhere else. Yep, hundreds, maybe thousands of miles away. Mm-hmm. So nobody, don't get too comfortable. Nobody cares about your expensive custom-made farm table. No, they don't. No. My table was $300 from a garage sale. Nice. And it all the varnish is gone. I don't care. My table is a hand-me-down <laughs> from my dad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's See? beat up, but still works perfectly yep. fine. We're considering keeping this table that we're currently podcasting on as our dining table because it extends... It's a great table. It's a great table. And I'm like, we're just going to get rid of the other one and we'll take this one and we'll use this one as our table for until we die. Thanks, Ikea. Thanks, Ikea. Ikea is the best. I love Ikea. Uh, Ikea for families like us, like, it's like fold it up and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So final opinion. Uh, if I, for me, myself, if I'm living stateside, I'd rather live on base in the States. If I'm living overseas, off base, 100% off base, always I love that's, it. That's my final opinion. Overseas, I would definitely, if I had the choice, I want to live off base. Mm-hmm. Um, would be great. Oh, um, stateside, <laughs> it depends on where we are. So, looking at houses, some of the houses on uh, on base are really nice. Yeah, at least from the outside, they look really nice. Some are historical. Mm-hmm. So, also do your research on who your privatized housing is, because mm-hmm. I have heard some really shady things from. Oh, recently, Bal- recently Balfour Beatty was, had like a scandal where uh-huh. they were putting in work orders and saying they completed them. So they were still getting paid for that work order, but the work was never completed. Yeah. So that was kind of shady or they would just do like a shitty job. Molded like, in houses yeah, too is, yeah. is a big issue. McConnell had a lot of that. Yeah. And they never addressed the issue. Hmm. But finally, I think they've knocked down all those houses now. Mm-hmm. They don't have any of the old like 50s houses. 
It was bad. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so just do your research where you are. Definitely. I, I think that in some areas, yes, I definitely would love to live on base. And some other areas, I would probably prefer to buy a house mm-hmm. and live under my means. Yeah. Bank on some of that BAH if I can. <laughs> if you can, yeah. Yeah. So just plan smart uh, for where you're going to move to. And um, like I said, don't let, really let people influence you because everyone has different opinions. Oh, just yeah. Just think you, you kind of do your research and see if there's good areas, bad areas, pros and cons of living on base. Like if you have like your spouse or yourself have a weird schedule at work, probably best to stay on base just so you're closer um, if you have a pretty steady schedule and you have, like, children and need to attend school, probably off-base would be a better choice for you. If you want no association with the military, stay off-base. Completely. Completely. Maybe, like, 30 minutes away. Yeah, exactly. I heard Come if you out. live, like, 45 minutes or so away, you don't have to see the doctor on base. You're far enough away that you can see yeah. an off-base doctor. Well, that's what they told us, not about doctors, but with our fuel. Because my car is diesel and there's no diesel pump at the base here where my husband's stationed at. So they said we can get like a ration card to be able to pump diesel at a gas station anywhere in the UK. Yeah. Because I'm technically not within reach of the next nearest diesel. Yeah. But I still drive to the other base that has the diesel. So it's fine. But yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that would be nice. So, stuff like that, look into it. That doctor one's interesting. Yeah, I just heard it from, it was a while ago, though, too, so I don't know if it's still true or not. But it's just because one of the, it was the spouse that they were living literally, like, 40 minutes to an hour commute away. Yeah. And so she didn't have to see a doctor on base. She got to see the doctor closer to her. Huh. Which would make sense. I mean, I think that's nice if you're far enough away. Yeah. So, if you're into commutes too, <laughs> I don't like I don't like commuting. That's the long especially two hours with, a day, especially with children. Ugh. And they're yelling in my ear the whole time. Yeah. Anyways, I know. But yeah, that's our final opinion, I guess. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any more questions about on base living or off base, or just want to share your opinions, uh, mm-hmm. email us at dependusblaining at gmail dot com. Or reach us at our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And uh, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. I do want to say one um, thing. Our friend Melissa, who we interviewed a few episodes ago, she's getting ready to leave. Uh, She's leaving us on Saturday. But she's leaving on Friday night and staying the night in London and then catching a flight out. So we just want to say thank you to her. We're going to miss her and we wish her the best. And uh, look out, Cannon Air Force Base, because they're coming They're coming to you. Full force. Full force. Watch out. Yes. So welcome her with a nice warm smile when you see her. Can't miss her. She's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right, friends. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And once again, reach us at uh, dependusplaining at gmail.com or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. And thank you guys for your interactions. Yeah, On Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, it was awesome. We really appreciate it. It's It's so helpful. Yes. It's great to get other opinions. Make sure you go to wherever you're listening to us and rate and subscribe. Please. Please. And yeah, well, that's all for today. So. You traveling gypsies. You traveling gypsies always getting ready to move on or off base. It doesn't matter because wherever you go, there you are. Goodbye. <laughs>